Welcome to the first episode of Ballin' on the High with your boy Jeff, man. And uh, I'm excited to start this, man. We're an all-sports pod and going to be coming to you once a week with uh, the main news I feel like I want to cover that week. And then also have some daily takes on the day I drop the episode. So, yeah, we're going to get right into the episode. Uh, we're going to start with D-Hop to the Titans today. And... I'm going to start with what I think it means for D-Hop. And what I think it means is he's at a point where it's kind of when you choose if it's money or you want to win. And he chose money more than over the over winning. And I'm not mad at it. I respect it. It's a decision that has to be made. But he didn't completely choose money over winning because... He did still pick the Titans over the Patriots, and he could have picked Mac, but I don't think anyone wants Mac Jones throwing him the ball. So he still picked the Titans. I mean, Tannehill's better than Mac Jones, and at least right now, I guess we'll see if Mac can. Yeah, I don't think so, but we'll see. And so yeah, we'll be on the Titans, and yeah, he picked. I mean. More money than the Chiefs and Bills were going to pay him. So, it still was a more money move than winning because, obviously, the Chiefs and Bills are going to go farther than the Titans. Bills, not that much farther. That's beside the point. We'll get to talk about that at some other point. What it means for the team, I mean, the Titans, though, they'll have a lot of highlight plays with DH and uh, D-Hop. I bo- doubled that both DH, I guess, Derrick Henry and D-Hop, but... With both of them out there, they have a lot of highlight plays, and uh, I mean it's not like D Hop's wash, right? I mean D Hop, I mean what last last full healthy season, which was I don't even know if you can say he's had a full healthy season, and who knows how full healthy season was what 2020, and he's 1400 yards. So he's still when he plays and he's on the field. He's still one of them ones. Like, D-Hop's not a scrub or nothing like that. So, he still can make plays. And they'll win more games than they were going to win with just Traylon Burks and Westbrook Aquina and those jokers. I mean, they got a young Aconquo, young tight end. He's pretty good. but So, they'll win more games. And they'll be able to throw the ball more. So, they won't just have to hand the ball to Derrick Henry every play. My man can maybe stay healthy and, you know, play a season when he's not having to carry the ball every play because they can actually throw the ball to a good receiver. So, they'll be better. Will they be great? No. Do they lose the division to the Jaguars still? Yes. They don't win the division. So, it doesn't really matter. They still lose the division to the Jaguars. And that goes right into expectations, and I expect them to win what? Maybe Titans win eight, nine games. That's about it. I don't see much more than that. I mean, because they still, I mean, because they, they get to play the Colton, Colts and Texans. So, I mean, we'll, you know, they'll get some wins theirs, obviously, and then the rest of their schedule. But, yeah, they'll, they won't be great. They'll be all right. But, so the other Titans isn't a crazy move, but I respect it. I respect the choice, and, uh, I'll watch a few. I'll be watching a few games. Definitely, definitely. 
especially living in Indiana. So I'll be able to watch. Uh, I get all the Colts games. So. And next we're going to go straight into uh, Jalen Brown's contract extension. And I'm going to go in. So I have two. It's like two. It's kind of one one big question is what it means for the team and do I like it. So what it means for the team is n not much. I don't think I still I don't think it was the right choice, which just kind of means I don't like it. I don't think it was. I think. They should have went for Dame because at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to win a championship. And that's the, if, if they're not winning the championship, then what are they doing? They're paying Jalen Brown all this money. They're going to be paying. They're, they're paying Tatum. They're going to have to now eventually have to pay Tatum even more than Jalen Brown if they keep Jalen Brown this entire time. Tatum's eventually going to get paid more, so they'll be paying both of them insane amounts of money. So I just, I feel like the best decision would have been to try to switch something up now. You go get Dame, or he's still in his prime, come, came off his highest scoring season. You go get Dame. You have him with Tatum, with Porzingis, Derek White, Al Horford, Robert Williams, and you run it with that. And then you see if that's enough. That's what I think would have been the best choice. That Jalen Brown can go to the Trailblazers, and I would have liked Scoot with Jalen Brown and Fernie Shade and Sharp. I would have been interested in the Trailblazers in the years to come. Jalen Brown as a number one, see what he can do. So I would, I think that would have been a great trade all around for everybody. But they're keeping them, and I mean. I feel like he's just going to end up in trade rumors again next season when they don't win a championship. And he just, I mean, he's just going to be upset again and then they're going to be right back where they started. But So, yeah, I, I, it means for the team not much. They're not going to win a championship. Good for them, I guess. And then do I like it? I mean, good for Jalen Brown. Get, hey, I'm glad he got paid. I want everybody to get paid. I want all my, I want everybody to get paid. I'm glad he got paid, but I don't think it was smart for the Celtics. So let's go into some uh, some daily take. Okay, so we're gonna start with uh, the Joe Burrow, the Joe Burrow injury, and uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think we'll be fine. Now, I know now it came out that it's going to be a few weeks, so it might be it might be more than I'm thinking, or it could just be they're being extra precautious with it. But I think he'll be fine. I don't think it'll really affect the season at all. The Bengals are going they're going to ball out. They're going to score a lot of touchdowns. They'll be in the playoffs. They're going to do their thing. Joe Shiesty. So, and now we're going on to uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton's comments to, to the Jets. And I, and today he uh, apologized. I guess he didn't really apologize, but he said, you know, he shouldn't have. Uh, he, he had his Fox hat on because he was with Fox last uh, season when he wasn't coaching. But he was on TV and stuff. So he said that's that he was like thinking like that when he was making those comments. If you didn't see him, it was about uh, saying 
how bad Nathaniel Hackett was. And, you know, he was terrible, and it was the worst coaching job he'd ever seen and all that. Apparently, a lot of people are saying that it was just to give confidence to Russell Wilson. But, I mean, Russell Wilson's been around for a long time. I don't think he needs confidence instilled in him. If that if that if that's what if that's what you feel like you need to do, then this season's already looking bad for the, for the Broncos. And now you've also given yourself way more <coughs> pressure than you had before because you said that you're going to be upset if you guys don't make the playoffs. No one, no one was asking for that, right? We want to see improvement. We want to see a better Russell Wilson. We want to see more from Cortland and Jerry Judy. You want to see them stay healthy and, and, and make plays. We want to see Passer Tain. He's already he already might be the best corner in the league, but we you know want to see he him keep getting better and all that stuff. But we we weren't really expecting. Now now you're saying you're going to be upset if you're not in the playoffs. And you're also calling out other coaches and stuff like that, and other teams and stuff like that. Just put more pressure, added pressure on yourself than you needed to. So, the the first comment was, I didn't like it from the start. And then he apologized. And now I'm like, you can't go back though. Now you can't go back. You you said it. Now you gotta. Now you, I feel like you gotta roll with it. I don't think you can come. You gotta. You can apologize. You gotta roll with what you said and live with the consequences. And now you've put. Now you've made a team. Now you put a, a team who you play at a pivotal time in their season. You put them to put even more pressure on that game. So now they're really gonna be locked in. And really going to be honed in when you guys play. And that was a game they could have took off too, right? Because that was a game between Chiefs and Eagles. So it's Chiefs, then the Jets play the uh, the Jets play the Chiefs, Broncos, then the Eagles. So if there's any game in there, you're like, oh, they might play a little worse. Like play, play down would be that game against the Broncos, right? But now they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got this coach over here who who wasn't even in the league last season talking all this mess, right? Who wasn't even in the league last season with a quarterback who was garbage, who, who wasn't doing nothing, who was terrible. We got we got these jokers out here talking mess. We got to take care of them. You're going to have Sauce locked in. You're going to have an A-Rod locked in. You're going to have DJ Reed locked in. Everyone's going to be locked in. Ready to take y'all out because you're making comments. I, I don't know. I don't like it. Stick to your own business. You need to worry about your team, Sean. That's my opinion. But whatever. So now we're going to go on to the next topic. The running back situation. I'm going to start with Saquon specifically. And then I'm going to talk about it in a, in, in a, in a whole. So Saquon was holding out and then he signed. He signed the uh eleven million for one year instead of playing on the franchise tag. And 
I guess. Actually, no, I don't. I I don't understand it. I feel like at that point you should have just played on the franchise tag, and then you wouldn't have to come to training camp. That's pretty much because now when you sign the contract, you got to go to training camp. He could have not dealt with the training camp, and then just played on the because it was only what he's only making nine hundred thousand more, I think. Than he would have on the franchise tag. So I would, I feel like if he wasn't gonna get actual the actual contract you wanted, should have just played on the franchise tag. With the, so that's my thoughts on the Saquon situation. I don't understand that. And then my thoughts on the running back situation as a whole is, I get, I'm not one of those people who's like. Oh, I don't feel bad for him. Not trying to make ten million. They, they, they want. They're trying to get paid what they think is their worth. I understand that completely, but the problem is the running back position. The worth is at an all-time low. It's just there's when you can see the Kansas City Chiefs last season with Isaiah Pacheco won a championship. Then I mean we're like a seventh-round pick. And he and he he scored a touchdown. They benched a first rounder for a seventh rounder, and you see stuff like that consistently. That that that's that's happening all the time around the league. Undrafted guys, fifth round picks, breaking out, and then it's like, man, how do I pay this guy this and this and this amount of so much money when I can just go draft a guy in the fourth round? He's not as good. Saquon, like they're not going to be. Saquon is is one of them ones. <clears throat> Saquon's not normal. He's not. Saquon is not normal. Please understand that. But when I can go get a dude who ain't going to give me Saquon production, but he's not going to fumble, he can pick up a block, he can get me three, four yards of carry, maybe break one every now and then, and I can come put money into the rest of the stuff on my team, that's the decision I got to make, right? I got to make that decision for the betterment of the team. Even if your worth is the same as, like, some of these receivers around the league. Even if some of these running backs' worth is the same, they can't get paid the same because their position, because the, the supply of their position, supply and demand, but this is a thing that we've seen before, right? How a position kind of just starts dying. Like with the fullback. This the, the full this kind of the same thing with the fullback. Back in the day, you guys had like my guys like Mike Allstott and Christian Okoye who was really like dogs, school like scoring tutties and stuff like that consistently. The fullbacks. And now eight, ten teams use a fullback consistently maybe that might be pushing it. I don't know exactly but we're just it, it just happens it just happens but when less and less people start playing the position then when there are people who are really great at it eventually the money will start coming back to that position because less because the the younger great athletes are gonna stop playing running back 
They're going to be playing receiver. They're going to be playing corner. They're going to be playing safety. They're going to bulk up and try to play the end. Like, that's the, that's where you get paid. Try to be a scrambling quarterback. That's how you get paid, right? Not being a running back. But then, the few who stick to that position will eventually reset the market. And eventually, it'll all flow back. That's just how. And we've seen them in basketball, too. With uh, the, 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 the big white stiff is what they called them, right? When you had Shaq and Hakeem, Alonzo Mourning, those guys in the league, right? If you didn't have one of those guys, you needed someone who, who was at least big and tall. And they weren't always white, but they were always tall and they were always normally stiff. But nowadays, you don't see that that that, that it's a, it's a, it's a dead position. You don't do, you don't get paid. People were just getting paid. People were getting NBA paychecks for being tall back then. But now they're like, nah, nah, nah. That that's not enough, right? That's just what happens. That's just what happens. Eventually, it'll reset, and running backs will get paid again eventually in the future. But right now, it's not just the position. It's the state of the position. Next, some okay. We're gonna talk about a little bit of the NFL top 100, and I got some thoughts on this, right? Particularly, my boy uh, Trevor Lawrence. The disrespect I've seen so far is crazy, right? Like, I'm not like a Jaguars fan. I think they're going to be really good. I don't have a favorite team or anything. And I'm not like a Clemson for anything. But they had Justin Fields. Geno. Jared Goff ahead of him on this NFL Top 100 list. And those are all guys who I don't even think are bad, right? I don't even think they're bad. But if you're telling me right now, you go to Pete Carroll, you go to Dan Campbell, and you go to who's the who's the Bears coach? Is it Eberflus? Okay, yeah, Matt Eberflus. All right, go to Eberflus, and you ask them who they who they have: Trevor Lawrence or their quarterback? They're all going to say Trevor. I don't care what any they're all gonna say Trevor Lawrence. And this man, like I at first so I saw the ninety-six, and that's what I first was upset about. And then I'm like, okay. What what let's see, right? Let's see who's on the list. And then Justin Field comes out the next day. And I instantly instantly knew I I wanted no parts of what was going on. Jamal Williams. Oh, Jamal Williams. So I get it, right? Jamal Williams did score a lot of touchdowns last season. But what are we doing, though? No one, no team is taking Jamal Williams over Trevor Lawrence except the teams that already have a great quarterback. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, those teams like that, right? Those are the teams who aren't 
take it. That that's the only teams, and you're telling me Jamal Williams is ahead of them on on the NFL table. I I can't fathom. I can't fathom. I don't know what's happening. Right. I don't know what's happening. Cause I thought this the top 100 was voted on by the players. So maybe I'm missing something. Right. Maybe I'm missing something, guys. But I could be wrong. But I think I think T Law is one of them ones. I think he. And, and now this disrespect on this list right here, he might go win MVP. No, he might go do it. Y'all might go make Trevor go get him an MVP. Because this disrespect, he can't, he can't have it. I might, be, I might be hammering MVP Trevor Lawrence. I think it's plus 1,600 right now. Give me, give me. I might have to go get that. That that's T Law. Boom in, baby. And we're going we're gonna end it off on on a fun on a fun note with uh aliens. We're gonna end it off on the fun note with aliens. So as everyone probably heard and knows about is there was a hearing about how aliens are real. And it's kind of been funny to see, like, how their reaction, well, how there have been, like, no reactions to it, how no one really cares, right? I think that's pretty funny. And also, I, don't, I wonder if it's no one cares or if no, no one just believes them because everyone just thinks they're lying, which I, under, I could understand that, right? But I want to say what I believe about the aliens, right? And my belief on aliens is they do exist now. It's just scientifically most likely, right? Let's look at the facts, right? I'm a big facts guy. Feelings too, but I'm also a facts guy. Facts and feelings, right? Mix them. But look at the facts here, right? It's scientifically just likely there's some there's others out there right just, just, just the universe right it's too large right for us to be the only people but i don't think aliens are like green martians who are trying to take us over or will try to take us over i think they're literally just us but different Right, so it's like the, how like Kryptonians, right? Kryptonians, they they're aliens, but they're really just people. Like they have powers on Earth, but on their planet, they're just people, right? They just live normal. That's pretty much how I what I what I'm what I'm saying, right? You guys get it. All right, man, that's going to be the first episode of Balling on a High, man. It's fun, man. I, uh, I'm glad to get this going, man, and keep it going. And uh, appreciate you guys for listening. I'm out.